the Morris Ford lynchings, the Atlanta race riots, the Harris County lynchings, the Jackson County race riots. Of course you weren't talk about this in school. Class is back in session. Welcome to Hidden Lynchings. Welcome to episode one. Uh, this podcast was created because I felt that there was a need to give people an idea of some things that have happened in America's history with respect to African-Americans that we weren't taught in school. We were not taught in the classroom. And so I'm going to every episode quickly, could be five, could be 10, could be 15 minute episodes where I will go over terrible things that have happened in our country's history that we need to learn about and we need to know. The first um, story that we're going to dig into is called the Camilla Massacre. The Camilla Massacre actually occurred on September 19th, 1868 in Camilla, Georgia. Camilla is in southwest Georgia, not far from uh, Albany. Um, to start and do a little backstory on this, um, this massacre occurred uh, during Reconstruction. Reconstruction was between 1863 and 1877. This was the time right after the Civil War, uh, right after President Lincoln was assassinated, where, um, you know, there was a defeated Confederate army. The southern states were defeated. And essentially, the nation was determining what they were going to do to the southern states to penalize them and what expectations and requirements were going to be placed on them uh, to be able to rejoin the Union. Um, after Lincoln's death, Andrew Johnson, who was, I'm you know, not ashamed to say it, was probably one of the worst presidents we've ever had in our nation's history, because Andrew Johnson is a president that... Um, that made sure that reparations did not happen, that the 40 acres and a mule did not happen. So Andrew Johnson assumed office after Lincoln was assassinated. And he pursued, he wanted to pursue policies that were easy on the Southern states and kind of did not require much of them in order for them to be readmitted to the union. Thankfully in 1866, Republicans uh, at the time, which were the modern-day liberal Democrats, uh, gained control of Congress in 1866, and that is when they uh, passed the 14th Amendment, which guaranteed rights to freedmen, free sla- uh, freedmen, uh, penalized Southerners a little bit more for um, their part in the Civil War, and also placed many requirements on the Southern states for them to be readmitted back to the union. So that's just kind of a little backstory about the reconstruction period. Um, Reconstruction ended in 1877, just so that you all know. And uh, it ended because troops were withdrawn from South Carolina, Louisiana, and Florida. And just to let you all know, right after the civil war, troops had to be placed in many Southern states just to protect black people from being brutalized and, and 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 responded to violently by Southerners who were still treating them like second-class citizens even after the Civil War. So now we're going to dig into the Camilla, Georgia massacre. Again, this happened on September 19th, 1868. Um, it started because 
there were 33 black members of the Georgia General Assembly at the time. These 33 members were removed from office because they were black. Philip Joyner was one of the um, members of the General Assembly who was removed. Um, He joined many other freedmen, along with some whites, uh, to take part in a march and a protest, a 25-mile march from uh, Albany, Georgia, to Camilla, Georgia, near the courthouse in Camilla, Georgia, to attend a Republican rally. Uh, The violence started when the local sheriff in Camilla and what was called a citizens committee at the time got word that Mr. Joyner and this group of about 150 to 300 men were going to be marching to Camilla to attend the rally. So the local sheriff and the citizens committee uh, of this majority white town, they warned Mr. Joyner and, and the white activists that if they uh, came to Camilla, they'd be met with vicious violence. And uh, at the time, people were able to legally carry firearms, and the sheriff and the citizens committee asked Mr. Joyner and his protesters to surrender their guns. Now, now just understand this. It was legal for any man to carry guns at the time, but they were demanding that Mr. Joyner and his men surrender their guns. They refused to. And basically um, what happened is that a lot of the other local whites in Camilla, Georgia, on the spot were deputized by the sheriff along with the Citizens Committee. And they just started firing on Mr. Joyner and the protesters, shooting them, killing them dead. Um, This assault and this firefight pretty much forced Mr. Joyner and all the people that he had just peacefully marched in the protest with, they had to flee and they had to retreat into the swamps outside of Camilla, Georgia, where the citizens committee and the sheriff were chasing them through the swamps, shooting them, chasing them through the swamps, shooting and killing them. An estimated nine to 15 people that were marching with Mr. Joyner lost their lives. Over 40 people were shot and wounded. Um, it's, it doesn't end there, though. Um, many of the white residents of Camilla and people who took part in these murders and shootings over the next two weeks traveled throughout the countryside near and around Camilla to beat and threaten other black people who had nothing to do with the march to threaten them and tell them that they'd be killed if they exercised the vote in the upcoming election. Ironically enough, there was an election that was that ha- that was to happen right and, and the election that was scheduled to happen right uh, before or after, excuse me, right after uh, the Camilla massacre occurred. And so unfortunately, I mean, but not surprisingly, a lot of the black residents of Camilla were scared to death um, and did not vote in the election. And a lot of voter fraud occurred at that time uh, in that election. A lot of the uh, Democrats and the racist Democrats um, that were in power at the time, not only did they intimidate black residents, um, 
in regards to uh, threatening them to say that they shouldn't vote. But they also changed people's votes entirely. So they changed people's votes from uh, Republican to Democrat. So in that election that happened right after the Camilla massacre, many Democrats at the time were elected because of uh, straight up voter fraud. Um, there was a lot that happened in that aftermath uh, of that Camilla Georgia massacre. So um, one thing that um, was huge in that is that Congress, the entire country, was couldn't believe the massacre that had happened in Camilla, Georgia. So Congress again required that Georgia go under military control. Remember I said earlier that at the time, Georgia had been removed from being under military control. Then once the massacre happened and Congress understood that there was so much continued violence against black people, the U.S. government went ahead and slapped Georgia under military control again. Um, the Camilla Georgia massacre is something that a lot of people don't know about. A lot of people in Georgia, a lot of people in Southwest Georgia, and a lot of people in America are not aware of. So this is episode one, and um, it, again, is covering the Camilla Georgia massacre. And um, one thing that's interesting to note is that the city didn't even publicly acknowledge that this massacre had even happened until 1998. The massacre happened in 1868, but the city didn't even acknowledge it happening until 18, excuse me, until 1998. So, um, you know, this is this is something that we need to take in and we need to learn. Anyone needs to learn history like this. And so Every week I'm going to document and talk about something that happened in our nation's history related to violence against African-Americans and black people that all of us should at least be aware of so that we know our history. Um, And one thing that I'd also like to say is that the Camilla Georgia massacre was actually one of many violent acts that happened right after the Civil War in Southwest Georgia. So what we need to understand is that the history books normally tell us that, you know, the Civil War occurred, the North won, the South lost, and they kind of make it seem like everything was perfect, or they try to make it seem like everything was okay and good for black people after they were freed. But what history tells us is that, in fact, the years right after slavery were probably as violent in some situations as it was during slavery for black people. And so what we want to do is pay respects to the people who unfortunately lost their lives and were wounded in the Camilla Georgia massacre. But we as Americans need to have a better grip and a better understanding on our history and actually start doing a little bit more research. So I hope that you have learned something. Uh, This is episode one and this is the uh, Camilla Georgia massacre. I'm Alan Holmes and I'm out.